Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Life is full of wonderful surprises. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia, and today the theme for our show is the gift of serendipity. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We are excited to announce that Be The Star You Are has been honored as a top nonprofit for the seventh consecutive year. Congratulations to all of the volunteers and supporters because you guys are responsible for making BTSYA first class. Today, our radio segment is the gift of serendipity. Alex Palacos is with us with his health wrap. Hi, Alex. Hi, everybody. Uh, This is Alex Palacos, and here is the health wrap. So the topic of our discussion tonight is serendipity. It's an interesting word that kind of means luck, but it's much more than luck. It's really an unintended and unexpected but fortunate discovery or learning experience that happens by accident. So, for example, you were doing one thing, but then you discover something valuable or useful that you were not specifically looking for. A good example of serendipity in the medical field is when a scientist is trying to discover a new medical treatment, but then, unexpectedly, the scientist discovers something else that he wasn't looking for, yet it turns out to be really useful. To see how serendipity could be involved in our personal health, we need to look no further than exercise and diet. Let's face it. It's probably true that for a lot of high school and college students, if they decide to exercise and eat better, they are probably doing it because they want to look better physically. And we all know that exercising and eating better can make us look better. But at this point, serendipity steps in. It turns out that there are a ton of unexpected but useful and valuable outcomes as a result of exercising and diet to look good. Let's take a look at some of these serendipitous surprises that result from trying to look good. There have been numerous studies that show that exercise helps both children and adults to perform better academically, to improve their memory, and to actually increase their ability to effectively multitask. Exercise improves oxygen flow in the brain, which actually grows brain cells and improves memory. Interestingly, studies have shown that exercise can actually boost your ability to have good self-control as it aids in improving a person's impulse control. For example, exercise has also been found to reduce a person's appetite and to help them to resist bad food. Talk about serendipity. 
you exercise to look better, and that's an unexpected outcome. You have better control of what and how much you eat. Researchers have also found that people who exercise are much better at handling stress than non-exercisers. As you know from my other health rap shows, stress can hurt us in so many ways, especially by weakening our immune system. So exercise not only helps us handle stress better, but also leads to living longer and staying healthier as we age. The same thing applies to eating healthier. We may want to eat healthier foods so that we can maybe lose a little weight and look better, but if you do that, you will find that serendipity also comes into play because there are plenty of unexpected benefits of eating healthier. For example, some of the health benefits of eating healthy foods include a strengthening of your immune system, thus increasing your odds of not getting sick. Another unexpected benefit of eating certain fruits and vegetables is that they can actually prevent or reduce depression. Some foods actually help you get a better night's sleep. Also, eating certain fruits and vegetables can increase your energy and stamina. So there you have it. You make a decision to do some exercise and maybe eat healthier because you want to look better. And then all of a sudden, a little bit of serendipity kicks in and you discover a whole litany of unexpected happy outcomes. Oh, man, that's so cool. Yeah, no, um, I, I found out the other day that... Like, if you eat, I think it's either avocados or oranges, it gives a bunch of, like, healthy benefits to your body. So, Alex, could you give a few examples of specific foods that actually help fight depression and anxiety? Well, I sure can. There are a number of different foods that actually help improve our mental moods. Just to name off a few, there in, in Turkey, there's a chemical called tryptophan, and we all know how that helps us sleep. Uh, walnuts are good due to the omega-3 fatty acids, and so are salmon and tuna, which are also rich in the omega-3 fatty acids. Also high on the list are avocados, which you just mentioned, Ooh, and blueberries. there we go. <laughs> <Yum>. <laughs> it's nice to know that you can uh, eat healthy things that also taste good. That is so true because I think, you know, especially when we were kids, we thought the things that were good for us tasted gross, especially broccoli. So I always tell people, <laughs> oh my gosh, there. <laughs> I always call people crazy whenever they say ew to broccoli because I love broccoli. I just think it tastes so good. But uh, Alex, how about telling us some of the foods that help a person sleep better at night or ones that we should avoid that will help us, uh, that will actually not help us with our sleep? Sure. Uh, there are quite a good. There are quite a few foods that can help you make you sleep better at night, and others that will keep you awake. Clearly, you're going to want to avoid caffeine, as it disturbs sleep patterns. But also, you want to avoid alcohol because that also disturbs sleep patterns. Mm-hmm. And that might not be uh, as clear since it's a depressant, and you might think it could help you sleep, but mm-hmm. it actually completely distorts the your sleep sleeping pattern. So while you may be able to uh, fall asleep easier, you don't get the uh, you you don't go into the proper stages of sleep, and it really uh, messes up your sleep pattern. Uh, another thing that can make us feel awake are processed meats and milk oh. chocolate. Those should both be avoided before bed. Mm. But to get yourself in a sleepy mood, you can try cherries, herbal teas, dark chocolate whole grain bread, a little honey, and even a banana. 
Sweet. Yeah, I think that we should definitely try eating some more foods that will help our skin get better. Um, I have actually been drinking a lot of water with lemon in it because I heard that clears up your skin and kind of flushes out your system. And I actually feel uh, a little bit more energetic and just a little bit healthier than I usually am because I don't know what it is, but I am absolutely addicted to Rockstar energy drinks. Oh, I, oh my, it's so bad. I drink them like <laughs> juice. It's so bad, but oh I gosh. love it. <laughs> and coffee. Yeah, energy drinks and coffee are my favorite mm-hmm. thing. But I think, you know, once we start to take, yeah, once we start to take the initiative to do something, mm-hmm. I think that just comes forth in general. You know, serendipity can come from taking initiative and putting in some effort on something that we didn't think would come up. You know, like if we take the effort to talk to somebody, you could mm-hmm. have a moment where you just click with somebody and you create the perfect relationship or connection with that person. Yeah. Oh, it's actually funny because um, I, I, a new girl came to our school a mm-hmm. little while ago and, you know, I, I didn't really know her well, but she was in my French class. And so I kind of wanted to go to the gym. I wanted to like start up my gym membership again after I'd frozen it for six months. And she happened to, yeah, she happened to mention that she went to the gym. And so we actually uh, went to the gym a couple of days ago together. And like we had a great time and I was able to get. And so that's really cool. Like exercise, you know, <laughs> and then we're also talking about health rap. And I met her through exercise and like got to know her. Uh, and I was like, oh, <laughs> connections. That's so cool. Serendipity. Damn. Ooh, and um, yeah, yeah, I got to know her through, through exercising. So maybe that's another benefit. And um, oh, I also heard that a Apparently, if you work out or if you go on a run before you take a standardized test, such as like the SATs or like Ah. AP tests, apparently it like stimulates your brain and you do better and you feel fresher. And so I thought that was really cool. I was like, whoa, serendipity, you know, you get added effects. Yeah. Have you have you ever done that, Alex? Mm -hmm. Have you ever taken those kind of precautions? Uh, Mm -hmm. I've never heard of it uh, being like so such an immediate effect. Mm-hmm. But I, I've definitely heard, you know, in the long term that if, let's say, you have a test in uh, a month or so, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, if you're exercising the whole time, you'll definitely have more stamina and energy the Ooh. day of. That's cool. Yeah, I need to do that before my <laughs> SATs come up. I heard mm-hmm. that if you eat or anything or if you drink anything before, or during a test, it kind of slows down your mental capacity to be able to process everything through your test. I heard that kind of mm-hmm. slows down your brain activity when you're eating or drinking something during during a test. Ooh, well, yeah, that, 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 actually, that actually makes uh, a lot of sense since uh, you know you have the you have two parts of your nervous system. You have mm-hmm. the uh, sympathetic, which this is the nervous system that uh, colloquially we call the fight or flight, and oh. the other one is the parasympathetic, which mm-hmm. you could call the rest and digest. So oh. when, you know, when you eat a bunch of food, uh, your blood rushes to uh, your stomach and uh, your That's digestive true. system to, you mm-hmm. know, absorb the nutrients and do things like that. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, make, it makes it harder when you're taking something like a test, which might That's, not be able to uh, bring you back to stimulate the sympathetic mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so it's like, yeah, so adrenaline I versus... I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't drink my rock stars while I'm taking a test. <laughs> <laughs> Save those for, you know, before. <laughs> before. <laughs> well, I, I think right. those would mm-hmm. help because, they're, you know, they're relatively low calorie and they yeah. have, uh, you know, it's lots of sugar and caffeine. I so drink, you get a, that quick energy yeah. boost yeah, I get a for kick. the test. 
I drank the sugar-free and caffeine-free ones. Ooh, nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Make sure, don't drink too much coffee. It's bad for your heart. But like, yeah, thank you so much, Alex, for bringing us this health wrap today. And unfortunately, we're out of time, but good to know what helps us and like keeps us well and what foods to eat and what things to do to keep ourselves healthy. Um, and also a bit of serendipity, of course. Uh, during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, links, descriptions, and more. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation with Brigitte on the topic of serendipity. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Brigitte Gia, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm Asia Gonzalez, and this segment will be continuing on our theme of serendipity with co-host Brigitte on her ongoing segment, Art Attack, which is my favorite. Take away, Brigitte. (laughs) Thank you. All right. um, Hey, guys. It's Brigitte, of course, and today's theme is serendipity. So serendipity plays a large role in any artist's life. Um, For example, an artist could get noticed by an audience by chance while having his or her artwork in the gallery, and suddenly the audience crowds around it and finds it really interesting. And this is like a whole thing of chance. Like, people think art is very put together, very straight lines, straight this, straight that, Mm -hmm. like, everything is just you know, mapped out, but that's not really Very how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you start with blank canvas and you mm-hmm. don't, sometimes you have an idea, but sometimes it's just, you know, you take it somewhere and then it goes 
everywhere. You know, you have an initial idea and then through serendipity, you kind of just broaden that idea to wherever it needs to go. Yeah. And yeah, you've got like most of what is art or considered art technically is really through chance and through serendipity. For example, you've got maybe somebody developed a new medium or technique. And this is usually by chance. You're not you're not setting out to be like, oh, you know, today I'm going to create oil color, you know, oil paints. And today I'm going to go create chiaroscuro. It's usually like an artist, you know, maybe playing around with like oils or olive oils, like a bottle of olive oil and some pigment. And then suddenly you've got this vibrant, beautiful coloring that he or she decided to put on the canvas. Or like chiaroscuro, maybe you, an artist, took to trying to shape like a subject that he or she was painting and then move the pencil slightly or did something that he or she had never done before. And then that resulted in a new medium or technique that others, you know, looked at and said, hey, I want to apply that to my own art. And all these techniques really grew widespread kind of by chance. It wasn't planned out to be that way. And so Again, you've got, of course, a lot of things in art just moving through serendipity, such as like finding a new inspiration by chance. For example, if I'm just sitting there waiting for my mom to pick me up, maybe after school, and suddenly I notice how the light falls across the stairs and the railings in kind of an elegant way, maybe I want to paint that. And I didn't, of course, set out to go and paint or draw those stairs. It all happened through chance. And now suddenly I've got like a beautiful work that I've just completed. And this was all by chance. And therefore, art is kind of strongly linked with serendipity. And entire art movements actually happen through serendipity. For example, you've got the Renaissance. And so the Renaissance didn't just happen, you know, it was after Constantinople fell to the Muslims, and then all of these Eastern scholars traveled across and brought all their humanist studies and their Greek Greco-Roman classical studies to Europe, right? And then, you know, and then the Black Death, although it was a horrible, horrible event in history, you know, like pathological disease, right? It's terrible. But then you've also got more room for thinking and like, Now that you've got a smaller population, you've got more abundance of food. And so once you've got food, you know, you've got time to not go in the garden or the farm and like weed and hoe all day. You know, you've got time to think and you've got time to create beautiful artworks. And so the Renaissance kind of sprung from all of this and it wasn't planned. It didn't you know, nobody was like, I'm going to start the Renaissance today. Starting Saturday morning. (laughs) Let's go. You know, it was nothing like that. It just sprung up. It's serendipity. I know, right? It's like, mm -hmm. well, it's great because like life events and things that happen Mm -hmm. in history kind of really spark uh, artist movements. Yeah. It's crazy how all these ideas Mm -hmm. and mediums and, you know, techniques spring from certain events in life. And it's mm-hmm. interesting how pretty art pretty much is based on chance, like you were saying. Yeah. It's so awesome to think of it that way, that it's mm-hmm. just whatever emotions you have brought up, whatever uh, ideas that have sprung up in your mind, or mm-hmm. anything like that. Like, I, um, I'm actually starting a project. I'm painting mm-hmm. a couple of canvas paintings for my mom based on mm-hmm. underwater scenes. I've already Ooh. finished my octopus. I'm going to do a turtle yeah. fish. <laughs> and uh-huh. I have never painted in this certain technique. And it's, it's just random brush strokes 
everywhere. It's just very chalky yeah. brush strokes. And I've never done that before. And I finished it and I look at it. I'm like, wow, that looks crazy. Mm-hmm. How did I do that? And it's just <laughs> awesome finding a new technique that you're good at. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I was I was in an art class. Just it was it was some year round thing that we were doing. We were experimenting with different like mediums and painting on like tar paper or something. Yeah. And so, yeah, I went in with these like big, you know, like randomly colored like brush strokes and then the art teacher turned around and was like oh are you painting in the impasto style like that's really kind of like the pastel like van gogh it mm-hmm. kind of looked like that yeah. and i was like oh oh i am <laughs> you're right <laughs> look at that yeah like whoa and so it's just yeah and then the whole you know art just springs up and then another example is kind of the abstract movement from like the lost generation yeah, after exactly. world war one right it just that comes one. up yeah that one's all. Oh, that one is kind of I like sad because, <laughs> but it's, like it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's sad where it comes from, mm-hmm. but the technique and the look from it and abstract is just awesome in general. I always yeah. love the look of abstract art. Mm-hmm. It's just so like, you know, like a lot of it is just it looks haphazardly put together, but then mm-hmm. you really like look at it and it's like, whoa, you know, it, we got yeah. all these implications and meanings. And like, again, it's all serendipity because it mm-hmm. looks like it's been put together by chance, but mm-hmm. then the and picture feel, as a whole. Uh, I feel mm-hmm. impressionism comes from that too, because you're not Ooh, really definitely. painting the exact object that you see right mm-hmm. in front of you. You're painting what, what you see in general, like what you feel yeah. you see, which is really mm-hmm. cool too. Yeah, and I feel like Impressionism, the subjects as well, were kind yes. of just, yeah, you know, like they're painting the light. So they can't be like, well, I want the light to like fall in this direction so I can paint it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they saw the light and then they painted it. And so, yeah. you know, that was just by chance. And it's just, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> I know. I love mm-hmm. art. That's a, that's just one yeah. thing that I just love about it is that it's mm-hmm. from chance. It comes from what you're feeling at that moment. And I think it's just mm-hmm. interesting. I think people should really study art as much as they possibly can and tap into their creative side as much as they possibly can yeah because I mean I guess if you look at it this way so like subjects that are painted in art come from life and life comes from chance and movement and how life falls together with like just it just doesn't really have a deeper meaning sometimes Mm -hmm. it falls together like that yeah and so yeah exactly and if you're studying art I guess you're kind of studying you know life in general because Mm -hmm. that's what art is trying to depict and like there's this whole like thing about chance and life and how the two are like linked together and so if you study art you're really also studying you know the art of serendipity and how everything falls together and I think one thing that you can find serendipity through is trying a new type of art that you've never done before, such mm-hmm. as if you've never uh, experimented with clay. I had mm-hmm. actually gone into my high school, I think junior year of high school, and I had never worked with clay before, and I took mm-hmm. a pottery class, and I fell in love with the potter's wheel. I yes. love the potter's wheel. I think it's so mm-hmm. awesome to try something new. Yeah, exactly. And um, I love watching it because my mom, you know, was into more traditional works of art. So she was like, you know, I don't really want you to do too much pottery because you might drift towards that side. But like, I love watching the potter's wheel, especially like on YouTube or it's just beautiful and very elegant. And I, wow, it's so pretty. That's so cool that you get to work with um, pottery wheels. I always wanted to do that, but never got the chance. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's super fun. Well, thank you so much, Brigitte. Mm -hmm. I love our conversations we have 
talking about art because it's so nice to be able to talk with another artist and see what we can find out about each other and our loves about art and really be able to talk to people about art mm-hmm. as well and our love for it. So, but unfortunately, we are out of time. So we will see you guys in the next segment. Yep. All right. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having this amazing conversation with me and support our show and these amazing segments by giving a donation to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. So for more information on how to do this, please go to www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is www.bethestarur.org. And also remember to visit our new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back from the break, we will meet an amazingly talented voice actor, producer, and musician, uh, Vic Mignogna. So don't go anywhere. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The positive message outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at be the star you are radio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of serendipity. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Gia. We are excited to have our our guest, TV and voice actor, Vic Mignana. Uh, Vic has been acting for stage and screen since he was eight years old. But his anime career started about 15 years ago as Vega in Street Fighter 2. Since then, Vic has been in more than 300 animated series and video games, known for such roles as Edward Elric in Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Tamaki Suo in Oran High School Host Club, Zero in Vampire Night, Death Sith in Soul Eater, Faye in Subasa Chronicle, Keldeo in Pokemon, Dark in DN Angel, Kurtz in Full Metal Panic, Broly in Dragon Ball Z, and many, many more. Let's welcome Vic to express yourself. Um, 
I'm also like a huge fan of anime and like everything, <laughs> everything that you've done. Like in the description, I really, especially Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist. I love him and I love the anime. So uh, tell us what got you started in voice you, acting. I must tell you that Edward Elric loves you right back. Yes! <laughs> um, I, I'm so glad. I'm so very glad to join you guys. Uh, thank you so much for having me on Express Yourself. Awesome. And yeah, what a great topic. Here. Serendipity. I feel like serendipity defines my life. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into anime? What, what caused you to become so passionate about doing something like that? Well, you know what? It was such a weird, again, serendipitous kind of a series of events. <laughs> I've been acting... I had been acting since I was very young. I did a lot of stage, a lot of theater work, some on-camera stuff, but mostly theater. And uh, about 15 or 16 years ago, I was working on a video production in Houston, Texas. And uh, one of the guys I was working with said, Hey, Vic, you've got a lot of experience in acting, don't you? And I said, Yeah, my gosh, I've been doing it for a long time. And he said, You ought to go and audition for this place in town called ADV Films. They buy these Japanese animated shows and they dub them into English and they're looking for actors. And I thought, wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. I didn't even know what would ever come of it or what they did with it or how big or small a thing it was. To me, it was just another opportunity to act. And so I I went and auditioned and I got cast, as you said in the introduction, Mm -hmm. as Vega in Street Fighter 2. And at the time... I thought it was mm-hmm. just a, a one-time random little deal, you know, one-time little <laughs> thing to do. And then I went back mm-hmm. to my life of writing music and acting and video production work and all kinds of things. But then mm-hmm. a few weeks after we finished Street Fighter, uh, ADV contacted me again and said, we've, we've got a, another show. Would you like to come and be in it? Ooh. And I thought, well, yeah, okay. And so <laughs> I, I went and audition. I went and uh, played a role in that one and then another long and another show and they kept plugging me into new productions, and before you know it, I had met other studios and other directors mm-hmm. and production companies, and it just kind of snowballed from there. But it was nothing I ever expected. It was very serendipitous, <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm I'm very very grateful for it. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. God gave me a, an amazing opportunity to do something really fun, and and yeah. uh, and I love every minute of it. Ah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, ooh, I have a question about like uh, all of the roles that you've played. So like, Death Scythe has a rather like deep voice and like a different personality from like Ed, say from Full Metal Alchemist. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> excitement. Um, how does your voice like take on so many characteristics? Because I get, I always go online and then people are always like, "Whoa, this voice actor also acted this role from another anime, but they sound so different." Like, how do you get your voice to change so much? Well, you know what? I love you for saying that, and I I want you to know, <laughs> I I don't feel like I'm. I don't feel like my strong suit is changing my voice. Um, I love it. By the way, I love it when people say, oh, my gosh, I had no idea that was you. Um, I love that. But, um, but I feel like the key to voice acting is acting. Um, it's, it's not so much changing your voice as much as it is taking on the characteristics of, you know, of personality of the character. Um, so, so I, I really love it when I'm able to, 
you know, to do something a little darker and a little, oh, you know, more character. To, yes, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, then say Edward Elric, who's you know much more fun and like you know lighthearted. <laughs> um, so but awesome. you know, again, it really comes down to the personality of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamaki, Tamaki Suo in Oran <laughs> High School is very romantic, and he's there's a very there's a there's a soft smooth quality to the way he speaks. So it's not so much changing the voice as much as it is changing the attitude, you know, of the, of the character. Mm. So does did doing theater and live acting such as theater help you with your voices as an anime character? I think so. I think I think that's a very big part of it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, when I do a lot of it, when I do a lot of convention appearances, mm-hmm. um I, fans will always ask me, you know, how do you get into voice acting and what's required and what are some of the prerequisites? Mm-hmm. And I always tell them that, you know, if you're able to, to make funny voices and imitate funny characters, that's really great. But that's not the core of voice acting. The core of voice mm-hmm. acting is acting. It's being able to, to communicate the, the emotional highs and lows and feelings of a character throughout an animated series. Mm-hmm. When he's terrified or when he's elated or when he's scared or when he's nervous or, you know, um, though that's what I think is the, is the essence of being a good voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and most of the voice actors I know have a huge background in acting in theater, in mm-hmm. stage, in acting classes and studying it through high school and college. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's what I feel is, is the most important part of, of mm-hmm. being a voice actor, is, you know, being a good actor. Yes! <laughs> and like, oh, I, I, you know, I really like the aspect of anime, even though, of course, I'm not like a voice actor myself or anything. But I, I find the characters to be also like really relatable. So like, have you, do you relate to the characters after you voice them? And like, you know, like, do you, do you feel their character? Well, as is the case, as is the case with any character that you play mm-hmm. as an actor, the best way to, to portray the character is to find things about the character that you connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, find things about the character that you like, things that you feel are, are like you in some mm-hmm. way, and, uh, you know, and try your best to, to communicate and connect with those. Um, mm-hmm. And every role that I've played, I, I've always sought to find something uh, similar um, mm-hmm. about it. Um, something that I love about the character, something that is endearing to me about the character. Mm-hmm. Hmm, very cool. So you have a pretty huge fan club, and and that's at Rise. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that website is. I'm very sorry. How did that begin? And did you ever expect a fan club created by others? Oh my gosh! Well, site? you must be referring to the Rizembool Rangers. Yes. Rizembool. <laughs> um, is the little town that Ed and Al came from in Full Metal Alchemist. Cool. <laughs> and. <laughs> um, that's really yes. cool. Did you ever expect to have yes. something like that? <laughs> and uh, I never imagined it. The, the answer to your question is, I never imagined that that would happen. A fan contacted me one day, uh, many years ago, a fan contacted me and said, hey, I love your work. 
would you be okay with me uh, starting a fan club for you? And I was like, uh, sure. Um, sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, and so they started one, and, uh, and uh, you know, before I knew it, you know, there were more, more uh, people had joined it, more members. And then, yes. um, yeah, and then the next thing you know, um, you know, I started meeting these kids at, at conventions. And, um, that is so cool. You know. How yeah. does it make you feel knowing that you have a fan club? Well, it's very humbling. <laughs> That's cool. It's, That's it's, awesome. It's very, very humbling. Um, I never imagined it, and uh, I always try to make it a point to, you know, to thank the fans um, and mm-hmm. and to let them know how much I appreciate their, uh, you know, their their support and their encouragement. It's, it's, it means a lot to me. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then like the town, <laughs> I'm freaking out. Let me just. <sighs> All right. Oh, oh, I have a question about um, Full Metal Alchemist. Actually, okay. So like, you know how uh, Ed he he you know he has these powers of alchemy, and he's you know the Full Metal Alchemist, and he can create all these right. things. Yeah, and he's all powerful, or he's not all powerful, but he's pretty powerful throughout the anime, right? And like, right. um, and he he like. You know, he gets transported to a different um, time period in uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and then in Brotherhood, he like loses his powers to like bring his brother back. Uh, do you find him? Did you find him cooler like before or after he gave up his powers of kind of like alchemy and? Because like I know a lot. Wow, of what, a, yeah. what an interesting <laughs> question. Um, you know, I, I I would have to say that that I I, I would. I would absolutely die to have to pick one of them <laughs> because I think, I think it's the, I think it's the combination of both of them mm-hmm. that makes the character so endearing and so, mm-hmm. uh, so relatable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just like, just like with you guys, with, with any mm-hmm. human being, we are never all of one thing. We are mm-hmm. often a hodgepodge of different emotions and feelings yeah. and memories and experiences and dreams and hopes and, failures and shortcomings and and mm-hmm. I, I think Ed, Edward Elric is a very good example of an amalgamation a combination mm-hmm. of so many different things and uh, and and you know the entire journey uh, that he goes through in that show to oh. me is what makes, what makes <laughs> it so interesting mm-hmm. that's really cool I've never actually um, watched a whole lot of anime but I do have a lot of friends that are really interested in it <laughs> And I love the way the artwork is, the way it's so detailed and crazy. Oh, yes. And the yes, storylines are awesome. You know, they have such uh, very detail-oriented storylines. What is your favorite character that you've played so far based on everything that you've done? You know, I, every time I get that question, I mean, for the, <laughs> for the first several years of my career, when I got that question, I was always afraid to answer it. Because I've always been, I've always wanted whoever asks me that question. I've always wanted them to feel like, like I liked, like my favorite character was one that was their favorite character. So I was always, you know what I mean. I was always very eager to please in that in that regard. And so, Mm -hmm. so like if somebody would ask me that question, I would see if I could draw any conclusion from what they were wearing or, or what they mentioned to determine, right, to determine which one they would love for me to say. 
Yeah. But after after we finished Full Metal, after we finished Brotherhood, when we mm-hmm. finished Brotherhood, I I was so um, overwhelmed with emotion uh, with the fact that I would probably never get to play Ed again. That this long, wonderful, you know, this long, wonderful experience with this show mm-hmm. was finally at an end, and I, I basically had to come to the come to terms with the with the acknowledgement that that Ed is probably the favorite role that I've ever played. That's um, awesome. Yeah, there are several. Wait, are trying to please He's pleasing you, yeah. Brigitte. He's trying to make. Well, it there happier. are several close second places. I mean, there are several other characters that I really, mm-hmm. really loved playing. But Ed would probably have to be my favorite. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Vic, for the ter- terrific discussion. That was so awesome. Uh, oh, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and we're out of time for this segment, but um, he'll be coming back for the next segment. And be sure to check Yay! out Vic's website. Yes. <laughs> at uh, www.resinfulrangers.com and www.startrekcontinues.com. So during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be the Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Brigitte yes, Check that out. And <laughs> and I am Asia Gonzalez. Don't forget to check out our newly refurbished site. We think you're going to love it. When we come back, we will continue our awesome conversation that we are having. Stay with us here for more empowerment and entertainment on Serendipity. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. 
I'm Brigitte, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of serendipity. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. We are talking with TV actor, producer, voice actor, musician, and more, Vic Mignana. In addition to anime and music, Vic has a degree in film and is deeply involved as an actor and director in several web series. He is executive producer of the award-winning web series Star Trek Continues, where he is not only directing, but fulfilling a childhood dream of playing the iconic role of Captain Kirk. Vic works regularly writing, producing, and directing video and film productions of all kinds. So hi again, Vic. Thanks for staying with us here on Express Yourself Team Radio. We're having a pretty awesome conversation so far. Yes. Oh my gosh, we are. We're having the time of our lives. Awesome. (laughs) All right. So we were actually talking earlier uh, during the break about the conventions that you go to, such as Comic-Con and some of the animations that you do in California. So tell us about some upcoming events that you're actually going to be showing up to. Well, you know what? If, if you guys or your listeners go to my fan club website, it's www.risenbullrangers.com. That's R-I-S-E-M-B-O-O-L rangers.com. There is a convention list there that shows awesome. all of the events that I will be at all year long and even into... 2017, I have some lined up. But, you know, I I absolutely love doing event appearances because as a voice actor, you know, you don't Mm -hmm. have the benefit of having a live audience. Mm -hmm. You don't have the benefit of of performing on stage where you've got an audience and you're connecting with them. You're -hmm. you're often in a booth. You're in a a recording booth and you're alone. Mm -hmm. And so it's so wonderful and it's so gratifying and humbling to go to mm-hmm. these events and meet fans who have enjoyed your work, especially fans who have maybe gone through difficult periods in their lives or mm-hmm. have, have endured struggles and, and hardships in their lives. And to hear that the work that we have done in different animated series has, uh, has encouraged them and strengthened mm-hmm. them and gotten them through mm-hmm. a hard time, that is like my favorite thing of all time. Mm-hmm. I love getting to, to meet with them and and hear from them, and uh, it's just a real joy to go all over the country and then even all over the world sometimes and and meet people who enjoy your work. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, and, like, you know, people always say that, oh, anime, it's for kids, and, like, oh, why are you watching cartoons? But, like, all the characters in anime, I feel like, really, you know, resonate with people that are mm-hmm. having a hard time. And Okay, I let me like say something. Anybody who <laughs> says that anime is just for kids, doesn't know anime. Exactly! Okay? Like, I mean, you know, people that say that are people that think that anime is like Bugs Bunny. Or no. that they somehow <laughs> think that it's like Scooby-Doo or something. And anime, there is, there is anime for everyone. I mean, yeah. there are different kinds of anime series for every conceivable kind of human being. Mm-hmm. They've got all the, like, genres, and then, like, oh, I always tell everybody to watch Attack on Titan, which is, like, I've that one anime. Really yeah. good. And they're actually making a movie about that, which yeah. I saw, and I thought that was Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, are, there is something for everybody when it comes yeah. to anime. And anybody that says anime is just for mm-hmm. kids or that it's, you know, cartoons, they're clearly somebody who's never really watched it yeah. or doesn't know much they're about wrong. it. They're <laughs> wrong. They're wrong. Oh, um, and, like... 
you yeah you've mentioned that you you know you're going to all of these conventions and meeting the fans so what is you know like all of these conventions of course have different experiences set out for the fans uh, which one is or like if you had to pick from a list which one do you think you would like recommend to audiences to go to like what convention well you know yeah. i mean <laughs> I which one was the best trouble one? Here, but i mean i would recommend mm-hmm. them to go to anyone that i'm at Yay! <laughs> because I mean, because I because I want the chance to meet them. Mm-hmm. But I would let me just say this. You know what? Conventions are so beautiful because if you think about it, at its very mm-hmm. core, at its very essence, a Comic Con or an anime convention or a pop culture convention, at its very simplest form, is a bunch of people coming together to celebrate something that they mutually love. It's so mm-hmm. beautiful. And, I mean, that, that in and of itself is the greatest environment already. Yeah. Because you're surrounded by people who love the things that you love. You know what I mean? And yeah. most of our lives, 362 days out of the year, we, we go to school, or we go to work, or we, mm-hmm. we, are, we are involved in our lives with people around us who don't necessarily like the things that we like or maybe think that some of our hobbies are weird. And yeah. for mm-hmm. just three days out of a year, you are surrounded by people who love the things you love, embrace the things that you embrace, and it's a wonderful environment. That's awesome. Oh, I and I've so never much. actually been to a Comic-Con event, but I would mm. love to finally experience one because I find that very true. You know, at some place like that, you're surrounded by a lot of people who have the same passions as you do. But I do mm-hmm. want to switch gears here for a minute and talk about Star Trek, which was actually a huge... Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> In both the <laughs> world I do. I would love yes! to talk about but Star tell Trek us about, Star Trek yeah. continues. Tell us about your award-winning web series, Star Trek Continues, and where you're playing Captain Kirk, which is so awesome. How did Well, you know what, launch? guys? When I was... I'll tell you. When I was a little boy, I, uh, mm-hmm. I just fell in love with the original Star Trek. I mean, awesome. I used to watch it. I mean, I'm going to take you guys back before you were born... Possibly before your, possibly before your parents were born, and say that when I was a little kid, I would watch Star Trek on a black and white television, a 19-inch black and white television, and I would record the episodes on a cassette player, and I just absorbed it. I loved it so much. That's so cool. It just mm-hmm. it inspired me, and it and it thrilled me with ideas of building sets and making props and making costumes and and mm-hmm. cosplaying before cosplaying was even a thing. And <laughs> I, you know, and I, I loved it so much. And so now, as an adult who has spent years developing skills in um, acting and mm-hmm. and filmmaking and directing and storytelling and lighting and sound design and prop building and set making, I've, I've had the opportunity and the privilege to bring together a bunch of my friends and create uh, a web series that, mm-hmm. that honors and pays tribute to the show that kind of inspired me in the first place all those years ago. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a childhood dream to be playing this character that I loved so much when I was mm-hmm. little. And uh, not only, I mean, not only are we doing it, but we're doing it at a very, very high level of production value. Mm-hmm. So, 
the episodes that we've created, and we've created six now, six episodes, and uh, in fact, the sixth episode is going to premiere <clears throat> in, uh, in, uh, in, in a couple of weeks in Orlando, and then it's going to be online for everybody to watch. Um, they are the highest of quality, and they're as much like the original series of Star Trek as we could make them. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the original Star Trek was kind of abruptly canceled in its uh, third oh. uh, on television. So it mm-hmm. never really got an ending. It never really had a climax or a closure oh, okay. to it. So we are wanting to pick up where it, where it left off and make new episodes. So oh, that's, that's really awesome. Uh, yeah, that's terrific. That's a lot of great guests. It's uh, it's really really been humbling and gratifying mm-hmm. to see how well received it's been. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. oh that's amazing oh. yeah and you get to like work with your friends and create this brilliant show. Um, so of course like well create from the original. So speaking of the original, did you ever meet any of like the original actors or like hear from them about what you're doing? Oh, I sure like, have. I've yeah. had the privilege to I've had the privilege to meet and actually spend some mm-hmm. really great quality time with William Shatner, who was the original Captain Kirk. Oh, and, uh, amazing. And that's been so, that's been so thrilling. And mm-hmm. then I've, I've had the privilege to meet um, Walter Koenig, who played Chekhov, and, mm-hmm. and George Takei, who played Sulu, and Nichelle Nichols, who played Uhura. And I've met, you know, Leonard Nimoy, who played Spock. And, and uh, I've met mm-hmm. all of them. When I was a little kid, when I was your age... I would go to Star Trek conventions, and I met, <laughs> cool. I met most of the actors who played, you know, the original characters. Um, of course, it was very different because I was a fan on the other side of the table getting an autograph, so yeah. my interaction mm-hmm. with them was very limited. But now, as a voice actor for anime, I get, in, I get invited to conventions as a mm-hmm. guest, and That's I awesome. actually get the chance to spend much more quality, social, personal time with these actors than I ever would have when I was young. That's amazing. That is amazing. Oh, my gosh. And you're like, yeah, you know, you're living your dream, and you've truly lived your dream, and you're not creating a new dream. And I, oh, that's awesome. It is. It's very, it's it's Mm -hmm. an incredible privilege. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, to to think that, that the voice acting stuff that I've done has, opened the door for me to meet Mm -hmm. some of these actors from these shows that I loved so much when I was young and Mm -hmm. not only meet them, but to actually, you know, talk to them and have conversations with them. And, um, Mm -hmm. and in some cases, even have them as guest stars on, on my Mm -hmm. web series, Star Trek continues, you know, amazing. We've had actors from, we've had guest stars from Dr. Who and Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> and Star Wars, and Buck Rogers, and on and on mm-hmm. the list goes. That's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Do you like, do you do a lot of traveling for what you're doing right now with the with? The I do a ton of traveling. Mm-hmm. I do that? a ton of traveling, and it's, you know, it's just one of the necessary evils, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it, you <laughs> have to travel a lot. You enjoy to it? To get to where you're going, you know? I mean, you've got to... You've got to travel to get to these events or to get mm-hmm. to a recording session in Dallas mm-hmm. or a recording session in New York, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, uh, you know, you got it. You just have to, you have to get on an airplane and travel in order to take advantage of the opportunities. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, are you ever able to record for, or like do any of the voiceover work from like your own studio or like a home base kind of, or do you always have to well, do Well, occasionally. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, I have a little studio set up at my home and occasionally I'm able to, to, to do some work from there. But for mm-hmm. the most part, um, directors want you right in front of them. You know, they, yeah. they want you there in the studio where they can see you and they can give you immediate direction and immediate feedback and you can, you know, you can take their direction and give them an immediate adjustment on a performance. Um, mm-hmm. There are, there have been occasions where, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard of an anime series called Ruby. Oh, I think I might um, have. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very popular series, but mm-hmm. I record all of those lines for that character um, mm-hmm. at my home, um, and then oh. I send them. I send them the lines, mm-hmm. and if they have a, a direction or a, you know, if they mm-hmm. have something, some kind of a feedback, they'll let me know. But um, mm-hmm. but most of the times, directors and studios want you right there, mm-hmm. like in yeah. front of them, where they can work with you. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really cool that you're able to though take this like character and kind of you know record it from a home base. Uh, thanks, Vic, so much for being with us today. You've definitely made my month, and this has been a great session. <laughs> yes, well, my <laughs> so pleasure. Excited. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, visit Vic's websites at www.resinbowlrangers.com uh, and www.startrekcontinues.com to kind of visit the series that we've been talking about today. Uh, sadly, we don't have any more time to spend with you. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to www.btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be serendipitous, and enjoy life surprises, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself